0: Welcome to the North Lakes Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Oswald, and I work in the marketing department at North Lakes Community Clinic, where I put this podcast together. Today, we talk about a subject that is a relatively new one to the world, long COVID. I say new because everything COVID is only a couple years old. Tamlin White is one of my coworkers who has long COVID, and we're going to learn more about it right now.
1: Okay, well, my name is Tamlin White. I am a behavioral health therapist here at North Lakes. I've been with North Lakes since 2015.
0: And we're here in the Hayward Clinic.
1: And we are here in the Hayward Clinic. Yes. And I forget?
0: Do you, are you just here, or do you go anywhere else?
1: Nope, I'm just here now.
0: And that's plenty.
1: <laughs> well, when I started, I was in Hayward. I think it was two days, and I was in Meinong two days, and then I was in Iron River one day. So I did lots of traveling but it was good cuz i got to meet lots of people because yeah. right? know and, people all over north
0: Lakes. and i love that we've kind of we knew each other we've known each other for a while but i haven't seen each other so it's really nice I to see you Oh, know. yeah nice to see you too and thanks for doing this and th- what we're talking about today and i, I and like this is all kind of a new subject for me and it's long covid and it's something you have and um, i yes. like and i'm like i like to make sure i'm using all the right words all the time and everything is that what it's called is that what you it's refer what they're to this it
1: Yes, when I'm talking nicely about it, that's what I refer to it as long COVID or long haul COVID. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. And so, what what happened? Like, kind of give us the like, wh- why are we Why are we in the same room today, talking about this today?
1: I'm not coughing on you. Don't worry. No, no I, we're
0: and we're both masked <laughs> up, and uh, right. if I had a shield, I'd put it up. And
1: we've got six feet here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. A full adult cow in between us. Yes, we're exactly. Good. <laughs> right. Um, so, how we came about to, to do the podcast today? No, well,
0: no, not the, that. So, I'm more like, what happened to you? Like, what's going on? Like, what what Tell, give us the story of your yeah. long COVID experience.
1: Okay, well, it starts like beginning of COVID, I think, because um, like back in like late December, early January of 2020, right, when we first started hearing news about this new virus, right? Like, I'm kind of a medical geek, should have been a doctor. am not a doctor, right, but kind of a medical geek. And so I was like, that's really Like how fascinating a new virus what is this even gonna do right and then it started getting bad and people started dying and we started hearing about all these people dying and then it was spreading um so i was like crazy vigilant about number one about keeping up with how it was spreading and what was happening but then also like anything that i heard about um people who could prevent it or, or who who were able to live through covid that kind of stuff like really paying a lot of attention to it just the medical geek in me said doing that and also i work in a medical clinic right so there are people coming in and out all day long with all kinds of stuff um and i've always been a pretty healthy person so it wasn't anything that i was ever super worried about for myself but i wanted to know like what can i do to help keep keep my clients safe as I'm meeting with them, and what can I do to, to promote health and safety out in the community and that kind of stuff. So really have been paying a lot of attention to COVID. Um, and as the site manager here will tell you, I got Hyper vigilant about my own <laughs> symptoms, and so, like we all agreed to do. Which was the Right thing, yeah. yeah
0: right. That's right. what we all agreed to, and that's what kept a lot of us safe.
1: Right. Right. And and as you know, every time we open our computers, there's a little notice from Northlake saying, when I log in to Northlake, I verify that I don't have these symptoms and that I'm feeling healthy and 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 that kind of stuff. And even though a lot of a lot of the work that I was doing for a while I was at home also, where I was meeting with people virtually and stuff. I still see that every single time I turn my computer on. And so I cannot even tell you how many times poor, poor Karen Bellini got a call from me or a message from me like, I have a sore throat. like I don't know, do you want me to come in? Do you not want me to come in? And it was really, it was very much like, there were some times where like two symptoms, nope, you stay home. And then the next day or a couple days later I'd be fine. But and I never got really sick. I managed to stay pretty healthy and washing my hands all the time and wearing my mask and not going near crowds and all that kind of stuff. Um like super attentive to that kind of stuff. And then in January, I think January, probably January fifteenth, I um I went to Madison.
0: This is twenty twenty one. So been... this is actually yeah,
1: 2022. Actually,
0: like so oh, fast, oh, okay. so nice fast to... forward,
1: like jump forward some years. I've managed to stay healthy, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, even though people around me are sick and and clients have been sick and that kind of stuff, um, and people in our community are dying, right? This is no nothing to mess with <laughs> this, mm-hmm. this virus. Um, but in in January, like mid January of of this year, 2022, I was in Madison for. I guess a, a relatively public event because it was to meet with the University of Madison for like a prospective student thing, taking my stepdaughter down to Madison and go through the tours and all that kind of stuff. Masked up, kept social distance, washed my hands. Like my hands were chapped. I washed them so much when we were in Madison. Um, and I connected with my son who was in Whitewater working on an athletic training um, internship, right? So I spent like 45 minutes in the car with him And just talking and not masked, Um, but just out of I don't know what sheer exuberance of seeing him after not seeing him for a couple months, right? Well, isn't
0: it weird? Like, I I'm not gonna say that like personally, and I don't like maybe not speaking for North Lakes. I feel like everyone's kind of had to go on this journey on their own. Yeah, you know, and isn't it weird to be like? You're, like, admitting, like, something, but do you feel like you're admitting something bad, you know? Like, and I don't mean to put you in that position, but isn't that, like, yeah. is that how you feel? Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: exactly how I feel, like, oh, and I've been so careful about this, and then I didn't mask. Oh, my goodness, the shame, the humiliation. I didn't mask for 45 minutes with my son in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it feels. Uh-huh. I wonder how it felt. I'm, I'm kind of over it now. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> right? can't carry guilt that long. Yeah,
0: no. Um we won't like the the beauty of you being a behavioral health therapist. <laughs> right. I'll exploit that maybe later in the conversation. Right. When I need some help. Oh, but let yeah, it yeah. go. OK, right? okay. I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt. All <laughs> right. Keep going. That's all
1: right. That's absolutely all right. Um, so like, had a great time with him. Madison was great. Stepdaughter decided she's going to Madison. She is now going to Madison. Um, and then. Monday, I came and I did a full day in clinic, saw clients all day long. I had a couple clients who weren't feeling the greatest, didn't really think anything of it because we were masked, I washed my hands, I sterilized everything, as I've been doing for the last two and a half years, right? After every client that I've seen in the office. Um, Tuesday morning, I woke up kind of with a sore throat, kind of with stuffiness, and then I was like, Okay, and I got a little tiny bit of a headache that I can, I better let Karen know, <laughs> right? right? Right, So I sent her eyes a text hammering. and like, it's exactly it, <laughs> that's exactly it. I'm sure she was just like rolled her eyes and oh, not another one, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> But I sent her that and she's like, all right, we'll transfer everything so that you be working from home. You'll just do virtual today. We'll switch all your clients over to virtual, which we did. I worked the whole day and kind of kept feeling worse as the day went on. So after my last client and I had started like started started to feel pretty rotten, um, I had one of the at-home COVID tests, which I did. Those are not fun or pleasant, but I was like, I'm following this exactly to the T. I think I measured on the swab, like how far was, however long you're supposed to insert it into your nostril. It felt like I was scratching the back of my eye, right? But I did everything by like set timers and, everything exactly like it was supposed to it came out negative so i was like all right i've had colds before right i know how to do a cold just drink a lot rest i'll be fine um and then probably i i would guess probably like 2 or 3 in the morning that morning um or that next morning i woke up with the most intense pain in my head that i've ever experienced and i've had migraines right it was like I, I can't, I couldn't even tell you how much worse than a migraine that it was. It was so bad, it was the worst pain I've ever had anywhere. And I've given birth, <laughs> it was worse than that. Um, I, I would have gone to the emergency room if I thought for even a minute that I could stand up in order to walk down the hallway to the car and then tolerate the what, three minute drive it would take me to get to the hospital. I couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't roll over, I couldn't blink. All I could do was just hold my head and like, this has to be over sometime, this has to be over sometime, the worst headache I've ever had. At some point the next day, I got to public health and I got tested. I don't, I I really have no recognition of how that happened because I was so, I was so sick. Um, And then spent the next 36, 38 hours sleeping. Just sleeping and moaning and like cursing my head. <laughs> it was it was horrible. Um, about the time that the headache started lifting, the coughing set in, and my body, every part of my body hurt. Like the like when I finally talked to a doctor about it, she like, was it feel like joint pain or muscle pain? Okay, like, yeah, it feels like every everything everything hurts. Um, but about that same time, I got an email for back from testing saying that I tested positive so a negative self-test positive PCR test the kind that goes to the lab and gets sent back a couple of days later I hadn't really been doing much <laughs> up until that point because mostly I was sleeping um, but then just went into complete isolation locked myself back in the bedroom at the very farthest end of the house away from where all the activity is and um, and then spent the next two weeks not interacting with any humans other than a couple phone calls, but I couldn't talk without without getting breathless or without having these wicked coughing spells. Um, so everything was by text if I was <laughs> really doing any communications. Um, and that like my family was bringing me food and like knock on the door and then they'd go down the hallway and then I open the door and pull it in, you know, like <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> some kind of refugee or something. I don't know. Um, or well, probably prisoner. Yeah, yeah, like a prisoner, uh-huh. right? A prisoner who's well taken care of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but right, really, right. Right. Definitely a prisoner to COVID. Totally. Wow. A prisoner to COVID. Um, I watched every single single thing of even remote interest um, on virtually every streaming service available. <laughs> mm-hmm. was, I couldn't watch any more TV and I don't usually watch a lot of TV, so it was grueling. You got a lifetime bit. supply in. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And were you, you were feeling.
0: I mean, you had symptoms this whole time, oh, yeah. and that headache, and the cough. Like it yep. wasn't just like. Yep. Need no, to there keep was. Away, just, you were suffering.
1: There was never a point in that in that first month that I felt okay. There was never a point where I didn't where something didn't hurt, or where I wasn't a breath or two away from coughing. Um,
0: Could you sleep?
1: I sort of. Uh
0: huh.
1: Sort of. It was sleeping in. in fits, like, but there was nothing else that I had to do, so that was that was good. But I like I would, I did I did yoga because I'm pretty, pretty rabid about doing yoga, and I did yoga because it felt good to move, it felt good to do something, but yoga is all about breath work and and. I would have to interrupt and cough and gasp for breath and like hold on to things and just breathe through it, breathe through it, breathe through it. So I did like this very mild yoga practices, still coughed, didn't matter, um, still got out of breath. But it was like I said, it was doing something that wasn't watching TV. That wasn't I read so many books. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I did so much journaling. I ended up doing like writing writing covid haiku right i could send you some it's very very um quality
0: if, if, if you do <laughs> i would put a couple up on uh, the website if all they're right. not filthy
1: no, you, okay. no I mean most of them were like this is a wicked thing <laughs>
0: yes. i would love to see some
1: all right i'll, I'll send you some haiku okay. yeah so i hadn't gotten better after a month right and poor karen <laughs> Like right. yeah, I'm like I still feel bad. Like she's gonna wave a magic wand, and, and I would feel better.
0: I should just say, Karen is our uh, the site manager here in uh, Hayward. Yes, yeah, she's the person that
1: that we report our 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 symptoms to. Yes, yes, right? yes, and who manages virtually everything else. So. I'm sure she had other things to do than respond okay. to my like. I still feel really terrible, and and by saying you still need to stay home and take care of yourself.
0: Yeah. So, and I mean, are you testing yourself on a regular basis at this time to continue to um, see if you have it? Or yeah, I'm that... not.
1: I'm not contagious anymore. I, the last time I took a COVID test actually was last week Monday, because I had a procedure scheduled for Friday. So. At the end of that first month, when I was still feeling terrible, I was like, I can't do this, right? Like, I can't just keep saying, oh, well, I have COVID. I'll just keep laying here on into infinity, hoping that I get better. So I scheduled an appointment with the doctor. Um, I was able to get in that same day because they'd started a new physician who now is my lifeline. <laughs> um but i went in and i and i met with her and i like almost immediately started crying and she's like it's okay it's okay we know how to we know how to at least make you feel better while we're doing this right we don't know much but at least we can make you feel better about this and like was talking to her about like i'm a healthy person this poor woman i must have said that about 30 times where she'd just be like i know you're a healthy person but you're not right now a healthy person um so she she suggested that we do blood work and see if there's anything else that was going on that I hadn't known about prior that could be contributing to COVID and keeping COVID so active in my system. So I, I'm, I probably would have done anything she suggested at that point. Right. Like if she would be like, I, 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 I we need your hand. We need to cut your hand off and test it. Right. I would have probably agreed.
0: <laughs> right? I'm glad it didn't come to that.
1: <laughs> me, me too. Me right? too. So when she was like, "We're going to take some vials of blood," I was like, "Here's my veins."
0: Yeah, right? Just uh, dig in. Help yourself.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: I, well, yeah, we just summarized a month or two of your life in what just a few minutes here, yeah. and like, I can't like to like. I'm going to just recognize that you suffered for a long time, and that's what it come to. It was very probably very helpful I would think to finally be with somebody that might offer you some relief and you broke down at like
1: oh yeah absolutely yeah. just like even just just being in front of a medical person and I like I grew up in in uh, surrounded by medical people my grandmother was a was a was a nurse my mom was an emergency room nurse I used to when I was little in the pre-covid days like ride the bus to the hospital hang out in one of the treatment rooms in the emergency room, while I was waiting for her, doing homework and that kind of stuff, like, like the medical field is like my safe place. It was a little, a little <laughs> like, bit of a homecoming, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. And so to 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 have the doctor. Just be listening, I guess, and just like it, just felt like, oh, it's gonna get better. Even though she's not saying any, she's anything is getting better, but just like, okay, so something is gonna get better. I'm not gonna be sick forever.
0: It's safe space.
1: Yeah, safe space. Exactly, okay. exactly. So we we did the blood test. Like, if somebody were to look at like who's accessed my 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 chart records, like within the electronic medical system, if somebody were to look at it they would think I was nuts because they're like 30 logins in a single day, right? While I was waiting for results because I was like, something has to show something, right. right? Because that all of a sudden became the focus. Like one of these tests has to show something different than just COVID. Turns out they did, right? And the the initial round of tests meant more tests, mm. right? And so for a couple of weeks then I was... Um, I got to see Laura, Lab Laura. She used to be Lab Laura for us, and now she's Lab Laura for for Ascendic <laughs> okay, Clinic, right? All right uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I got to see Laura a couple times a week, right? Hey, how you? Do? Are you feeling better? Right? It's, <laughs> Which veins do you want today? <laughs>
0: it's always nice to have someone you know jabbing things in your arm. <laughs> I have had a similar I had like a, a friend of a friend. I was like, hey, oh good, it's you. Yeah, yeah. I have at it. Yeah, right, <laughs> so, I trust yeah, you, yeah.
1: you. You can use my veins. <sighs> yeah, so I did that. Um, lots of testing showed um, that that I had developed developed or exacerbated some kind of autoimmune response, um, and as far as I knew, right, I was a healthy person. I had no autoimmune issues. Um, so then this doctor who I still like credit my sanity, <laughs> right? credit with my sanity, um, she's like, all right, well, here's what we're gonna do then. I'm gonna send you to some other people to test other systems, right? And we need to find out what is involved what systems in your body are involved so that we can even have an idea of where to go with treating this um june 15th is my last appointment i have seen rheumatology cardiology pulmonology um um what's the ear nose throat person oh
0: man you're asking the wrong guy (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm the ear, nose, throat specialist. I'll dump um, that in later.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seen that.
0: <laughs> this
1: specialist. Yes, right.
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> when you hear my voice that sounds like Tamilin's, that will yeah. be this moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and gastroenterology. Like, I've seen. Everybody. Almost everybody. I'm sure there's somebody out there, so let's shh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right.
0: Right. If you're listening to this and would like to have Pamela as a patient, <laughs> right?
1: Uh, Stand yeah. in line. Yes,
0: right.
1: <laughs> so, as of right now, today, we have we being this entire team of people that I have developed over the last since January, like over the last five months. Um, we have have. Determine that it's one of three different relatively rare autoimmune conditions that may have been existing in my body prior to COVID, but that COVID activated and uh-huh. exacerbated. Uh-huh. So figuring out, like I said, like which which body systems are involved has been pretty important because the treatment for each has varying amounts of urgency. Right, and luckily, it's not my heart and it's not my lungs, right? Which would be the two, the two big things. Oh, neurology! I've also seen neurology. Okay,
0: excellent. Right? Add it yeah. to the list, yes. Right, right. <laughs>
1: um, so, the, the where I am with that now, I have yet to meet again with all these results with the primary, my primary doctor, um, and the last appointment that I had with rheumatology the rheumatologist said, okay, now, so I I want to see you again in July. And I was like, peculiar, (laughs) right? Okay, but okay, because I'm trusting the medical field in this. Um, And I went out to the rheumatology desk and said, she wants to see me again in July. And they're like, oh, perfect. Now, we just want you to know that during the summer months, you can come directly to the clinic, but once the once it starts to get the roads start getting icy again you can absolutely do this virtually and i was like wait what well what but no no it's a a follow-up and they're like oh no you're our patient now we're going to be seeing you every three months Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it just i had the same reaction you just did where i was like isn't this charming that that didn't come up in the room (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) okay so i guess this is This is the way that this goes. This is, I'm a healthy person, a healthy person (laughs) with an autoimmune disorder. That, yeah, it just, it sort of floored me at that point. And is the
0: COVID at this point, not this point, but as as you were going, Maybe meeting with them mm-hmm. is COVID still happening with you? I mean, is, it, um, did it, it, was, is there it a moment you're like, I'm done with it? Or like, what, how does, I, you know, how does I don't know, COVID, like, come into that I, other than it, I really seemed like don't it know, activated this other thing. Yeah, this, you. it
1: activated this other thing. Um, I felt better enough to be increasing my time at work, which was is beautiful because I can't watch more TV. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I, like, right?
0: you walked in here. You know, like I said, we haven't seen each other a while. You look fine to me. Uh You know, like for what's Jeremy Oswald's (laughs) diagnosis. You know, provider eight. Looks
1: fine. Yeah, But
0: but I mean, (laughs) like, you know, you seem like you have the usual bright eyes and pep in your step that I've grown accustomed to.
1: Yeah, well, today's a good day. Mm -hmm. Yesterday... Yesterday was a scheduled in clinic day and I woke up in the morning and my head was pounding. And my it, this has especially affected like very specific muscles like this these muscles in the top of my arms, the muscles across my neck and my shoulders and the muscles like my thigh muscles. Mm-hmm. My one arm was hurting yesterday, but I was like, ah, if I can brush my teeth, I'm fine. I can go to work, right? <laughs> I don't do physical labor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got out of bed and it took me minutes to stand up, which is uh, ha- is becoming more and more familiar, I guess. But up until, like really up until this whole thing started, I've been doing a lot of work with chronic pain and chronic pain patients. And up until up until COVID, my experience with chronic pain was that I've had some cervical, cervical spinal injuries that have resulted in chronic neck pain. I know what makes it worse. I know how to handle it when I have it. I know about how long it's gonna bother me. And I can avoid or moderate the things that I know make it make it act
0: up, right? You managed it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. So I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I totally get chronic pain. I understand what you're going through, right? Because I have chronic pain in my neck. I do it all the time. Uh, yeah, and uh-huh. then I got COVID. Uh-huh. And then I have developed this autoimmune thing. And now it comes when it wants to. And when it's here, I have to do the things that it says I have to do. And sometimes that is sleep. And it's not like, oh, I'm a little tired. I think I'll finish this and I'll rest. It's like sleep, bam, you're out. It's, great it's out. insane. Wow. <laughs> never, I've never been a daytime napper. And I think yesterday in my office, I was sitting and like, I wasn't with the client. So that was good. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I was trying to work on do some paperwork stuff. And I just like, all of a sudden came over me and I had to put my head down and just like, just for a couple minutes, but like really had to get into that, like that sleep breathing rhythm and and just let my whole system sort of decompress. And then I was okay, but it's (laughs) so strange to be making that adjustment.
0: it's yeah. like you have this I don't know. There's so many metaphors. Oh, here's the one that I came <laughs> yes. to my mind. It's like it's just this friend that shows up every once in a while. Not a friend. Something <laughs> right. that shows up every once in a while and you just got to deal with it. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Man. Right, or like that um I think it's Simon and Garfunkel, right? Hello Silent or Hello Darkness, Smiled Friend. It's right. like, it's like right. that. Right.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, here you are again. Exactly. And it's not like you get to just close the door and ignore them.
1: Yeah, and I don't I don't know them well enough to know how to really handle that other than that, I do understand lifestyle medicine. I'm almost done with my certification program there, yay! Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I understand all the lifestyle things that need to happen in order to keep a healthy Mm -hmm. balance, right? So I'm like, I walk every day, rain, snow, ice, feeling rotten, Um, other than really the first three weeks that I was very, very sick, I've walked every single day, Mm -hmm. right? And, And when I first, left the house to walk I got like I live right by the hospital trails right and so like I get into the hospital trails walk all the hospital trails and then I'm done right that's a all, all walk for the day yeah. um no I couldn't make it very much past the trailhead so it was like walk out until I couldn't breathe anymore slow my breathing down enough to be able to walk back home right mm. and that was I mean that, that was that was my reintroduction to to movement, huh. really. Um, so now making sure that I'm at least walking every day. I was doing yoga every day prior to getting sick, and now, I I I. The end of the days are really the worst because I'm exhausted.
0: Um, have you felt that um, this is a, a the? I was specifically thinking it was a long COVID. It was its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a new field that, like, have you, and I imagine you do your research. Like, <laughs> do some you know, research. like, what are you finding? Like, what have you read about it? Is it like, what are other people experiencing? Or is there, it seems like it's a brand new field.
1: It's a brand new field. Mm-hmm. It's two and a half years old. Thankfully, immunology and I think it's virologist. I don't know whatever the virus guys do. You're looking at Dr. me, Dr. Like Dr. Fauci, right? right. Uh huh. Yeah. That guy and the teams of people who do what he does, mm-hmm. they understand the course of viruses, which is really handy. So they understand the mutations and they understand the process of that. We can't control that. Um, we like as humans, and they like. Medical people <laughs> who uh-huh. 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 control viruses, maybe, or who address viruses and ask them nicely to leave <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: right. Right. the medical exorcists.
0: Nice Hashtag.
1: Right. But it is new. It is absolutely new, which is exactly what this this savior doctor of mine was telling me that this is new this is new we don't know how long it lasts and we don't know at what point at least according to her a month ago which was the last time that i that i actually met with her because it's been a whirlwind of other medical providers since then um was at some point this will no longer be considered long covid and it will be given a completely different name and the name will match like the 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 symptoms, what's going on in your body and this this autoimmune thing that you have developed. So right now, I think in my medical records it says long COVID.
0: hmm But who knows what that's going to evolve into? And isn't right. so so other people who have been going through it, they maybe they didn't have the autoimmune thing. It was as you were saying, like it was a lung thing that. Yeah. So it's like it's a lot of tentacles.
1: I I think so. You,
0: this is your this is your tentacle, but like yes. other people are experiencing other things.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like um do you remember that, that TV show? I think it may still be on, and I'm not sure. It's an improv show called Whose Line Is It Anyway with Drew Carey. Yes. And Colin Mockery and that whole team of people. Yes. And they they, they had every once in a while in this show they would give people I think it was Drew Carey, who was giving people points and he would say you get a thousand points that don't count for anything.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's what COVID. My experience of COVID feels like, right? Like you get COVID. It's gonna do what it wants to do. Have fun or don't. Doesn't matter
0: because it's doing it anyway. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, how have you dealt with that? i got gonna just call it a feeling of powerlessness. Maybe that's oh, not the way you address it. But how have you absolutely. dealt?
1: Absolutely. Uh huh. Absolutely. It is like I. I have control over what I do, and I have control over how I interpret what's happening. But I don't have control over what's happening
0: when at that, all. When that friend comes to visit, exactly, okay. exactly, uh-huh. right?
1: Yeah, when COVID is like today, you rest.
0: Hey,
1: uh-huh. okay, well, I have some things that I'd like to do. Can I? So you've had <laughs> and COVID had to, says
0: maybe you get to, like you are lucky enough. You get to just kind of change your own life. <laughs> Like when you need, like not even when you need, yeah. or when you need to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I have to, mm. I, I am eternally grateful that my employer is as understanding and, and as accommodating that North Lakes has been able to do this with me
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because I know lots of people don't have that, that kind of relationship with their employers and don't have employers maybe who, who are as understanding of. Of any of this, I think as as North Lakes is, um, and- yeah, because it's 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 really it's really scary. The the, the day that um, that our human resources person said started using the phrase short term disability, scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I was like, "No, I'm a healthy person." i mm-hmm. I'm I'm yeah, I'm I, healthy don't, person. I don't do that. Yeah. That's not <laughs> my thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And then she was like, "I just I just really need to lay this out with you. You uh, have a disability. You have an illness that is affecting every part of your life and you can't work like you did." And it like it oh, it makes me t- tear up now yeah right just like you 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 can't right we want you to Mm -hmm. we want you to be able to but honestly and realistically you can't
0: we've we need to adjust what's going on exactly
1: exactly uh and it was it was horrifying Hmm. and unlike i think a lot of people who have have tried to live through this COVID thing, and especially long haulers like myself, don't work in places that have that kind of safety net. Um, and, And like I know for myself, right, I'm in a two income household, we've been able to weather COVID or the pandemic fairly well, pretty unscathed, and we're really, really fortunate. Right. Like I I know that that's privilege (laughs) and and I I recognize that that I'm so fortunate to to be working where I do in the field that I do with the company that that I work with and with the supports throughout North Lakes that I have, because it's it's I, I can't even imagine what. I can. Actually, I can. I can imagine exactly how scary it is to have somebody say you can't do your job anymore.
0: Well, right? and, but yeah, Sorry. and as you're saying though, like imagine if you because of that didn't know where you were going to live or you exactly. didn't, couldn't pay for your car anymore or food, etc., exactly. etc., cetera, et cetera, which Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: And here here we are with a um, high school graduation on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and and someone from the family graduating on Friday and all of the stuff for the graduation party has been in the works since about March, right? And in March, I was going back to work full time Mm -hmm. and everything was okay and then it wasn't, but we still have all of these plans that have to come through and so, I mean like anybody right when when income in a household shrinks so do does the budget yeah right? Right. so it's it's been some adjustment it mm. definitely has been some adjustment um and right now i have have joined the battle that i never wanted to be in um trying to prove that i this has has turned it sounds weird to me to be saying this but trying to prove that this thing that has completely taken over my life is not just a passing thing and that i'm no longer a healthy person but that i'm a healthy person living with what's being considered a disability and it's it's a just a bizarre shift for me to have to be on the phone with um, with our, our long-term disability company saying, I know it doesn't have this as a diagnosis yet. I know this doesn't show in my medical records, but I just saw these four people this week and each one of them did tests that contribute to the ultimate diagnosis. I know it's not there yet. I This is... I don't want this either. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> don't right. want any of this
0: either. Yeah, I, I really don't want to be talking to you. I mean, exactly. Me, yeah. And, yeah. Um, so, being a healthcare professional has had to have helped in some way, and that you know how to advocate for yourself.
1: Absolutely. You know, you kind of can speak
0: the same language. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and also growing up in the medical field, right, and feeling as comfortable as I do with medical providers, right? Like we said earlier, like it's my second home,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, the medical field. i have got I, no problem walking into a hospital. It's no. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I, I don't find the testing scary, and I don't get intimidated when when all of these really long – words that 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 equal here this is your new life are thrown at me right it's it's a shock it's it's daunting but i also know that that at some point the test will be done and probably i will be collecting all of those results even though they're all going into my chart so they're all in a central location and I'll be bringing that to my primary doctor and saying, well, we need to interpret this and figure out what's going on because I can't live without a plan for how to manage my health indefinitely. We have to come up with a plan because I can't personally, I can't with my family and I can't with my employer just expect people to keep going, oh, whatever, you Take know, it. we'll work it out. Yeah, I need to have a plan. And part of that is figuring out what this diagnosis is because the diagnosis will definitely drive the course of treatment and um, help to structure how to handle when it flares and how to what how to keep it from completely disrupting not just my life but my family's life and my clients' lives and my coworkers' lives.
0: Well and also to make sure it doesn't get worse. Well,
1: you know, yeah, I'd like it like, to like, not sorry, get worse. Like, you know what I mean? Like that it's exactly. like what's
0: what is a long term you know what what happens next right you know like does it enter a new fit sorry i don't want to like, yeah no I'm that's sure okay thought, absolutely sure absolutely this, like what yeah because you know, it's you not me but i mean like okay what what do we need to do to make sure it doesn't you know become worse
1: right right and we don't know is there such a thing as relapsing covid yeah. well there's such a thing as people getting infected by covid multiple times is that relapsing is it separate infections
0: or what does a new strain do to you uh, you know, if it mm-hmm. isn't. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so I've started <laughs> doing things like going to the grocery store and it feels like taking my life into my own hands. Right. <laughs> I go to the grocery store wearing a mask because now I have to protect myself, whereas prior to getting COVID, I really felt strongly that that masking was helping me to protect other people, and mm-hmm. now I've become one of the people who needs people around me to wear masks. <laughs> right? And it's 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 a shift. It's a very strange kind of mind bending shift.
0: I bet, and uh, I I have those feelings, and I I'm a I I I don't I, I'm don't necessarily want to go down to the social aspects which we feel like I'm right at the door of but I'm going to steer it away from there just but I but I I think we've all as I said earlier we all had to kind of take our own covid journey and right. and like for one thing I I also try to keep a mask on because I think of now I have you in my mind, <laughs> you know, like it, yeah. it arbitrary people. But I like now sure. it's like, hey, if I can help someone out this way, it's not a big deal for me to wear this. Mm-hmm. Um, the other um, thing I'm curious about, and I don't know how it's affected you, is that you're a behavioral health therapist. So mm-hmm. what has that been like? And are you able to or do you try to like <laughs> this sounds maybe naive, maybe? diagnose yourself do you like recognize your emotions and like how, how is that factored in being a being a therapist
1: absolutely well as as any therapist knows a therapist has to be backed by another good therapist right mm-hmm. and so i personally have a therapist that i meet with who is wonderful and amazing um and and has seen me through now that's kind of an interesting term because we haven't really been in the same room very often in the last several months but who has who's has been with me and listened to me and and helped me when I've been too internal to recognize like oh, this is anxiety right it's getting the best of you or yeah, it sounds like you're going down down the drain here. You need to, to claw back up or what, what do we need to, to put in place so that you don't end up in the depths of despair, right? Because I think I sound pretty upbeat today, but there have been days where I've just, like the, the disability day where I was just like, oh my, this is what? Re- right, where it just, it was a low day. <laughs> it was a low you day heard- followed by a couple more low days. <laughs>
0: And uh, uh, you got la- labeled in a way, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you entered a new category. Yeah. Like for me, yeah. it was turning 50. I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, I've done that too. You know what I mean though? Like, like you yeah. became that, there's no way I'm that person now. Yeah. And so you had to hear that person now.
1: Right, right, uh. exactly. Yeah, you know, and you get your invitation to join the AARP about the same time that you get your first denial letter from disability. <laughs> oh, happy days.
0: <laughs> right? right? Well, you know, that's like, um, we're at, that we're at that age. now. You know, <laughs> like exactly. it is weird, you know, it is a, it's a shift.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, like, I come from a family that lives a long, long time, right? My grandma was 103 when she died, and she was swimming in Lake Superior until she was 100 years old, right? That was her last time swimming, was August of the year that she turned 100.
0: Wow. Right?
1: wow. Uh-huh. So, like, I hit 50, and I was like, hey, i a century. I got more time. For and sure. then I got COVID, right? And I go, do I? What? I mean, do I? Because... <laughs> I hope to be one of those people who is in my 90s, telling the youngsters about, oh, when we had the pandemic and I lived through COVID, right? But gas only costs four dollars a gallon, <laughs> right? We still drove gas-powered right. vehicles. Yeah, right. oh, there you go. Right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I yeah. like your world.
1: Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. I think there's a lot of horses in it, Yes, and probably me. carriages. Right? Oh, excellent! Awesome. Yeah, we're on Mackinac
0: Island. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, <laughs> that's right. That's nice. You have a therapist. <laughs> and, yeah. I know that's fun I guess doctors don't treat themselves either so that makes tons of right, sense
1: <laughs> right right and because it, it's it's hard to see from the inside mm. like it's hard to, to see the big picture all the time from from the inside right and and I'm lucky to be surrounded by people therapists because right? <laughs> I work with them um, but also like within my family and within just my general world surrounded by people who kind of get it and who are like yeah, you're having a rough day, right? Like I'm not going to take personally you're snapping at me just now. Mm-hmm. But they could. And mm-hmm. okay, that's it's it's not all glorious, right? There have been times where like you need to take your sick self and go back to the bedroom because you're so snar- snarling at us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's a hard that's a hard reality to face, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is affecting the way that I interact with people that I care about
0: i mean oh, as much heavy. as you have um community and people around you this is still your your disease your journey that's right you know absolutely yeah
1: absolutely and i'm in it whether i want to be or not <laughs> yeah
0: awesome well uh thanks a lot
1: absolutely thank you thank you for your time and and i i think for getting this experience out there so that people maybe don't feel so alone or so frustrated when all of a sudden the headaches come on and guess what? You can't do anything. Even if you're in the middle of something really, really important, all you can do is do the headache.
0: Well, and I, so what I, uh, what I like about this conversation, it seems my perceptions of COVID has been, you get it. You know, like for me, if I was like, here's sure. my the, the COVID journey in my mind, if I was to get it, I'm going to get it. I'm out for a little while, bam, done, move on. Oh, like, yeah, that was like, my COVID you know, journey,
1: too, before I got COVID. Yeah, right.
0: So, <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, it's just like for for I'm like trying to wrap my head around like, I mean, it's not just you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw there was an article, I think it was in The New York Times not too long ago that talked about it, how there's a lot of people going on. And mm-hmm. I'm just now stewing over that this is something that just isn't going to go away this has changed our lives on this earth mm-hmm. in in, a, in another way that i hadn't thought of until just now so thanks
1: <laughs> uh, you're welcome yeah, no,
0: yeah yeah um what's in your car
1: in my car mm-hmm. um well, i ride a bike
0: <laughs> you don't you don't own a car
1: I have a truck that sits mostly in the garage. <laughs> so what's, what's in it, there are masks. I have masks hung over the, the gear shifter oh. and I have jumper cables and I have um, a couple of bike locks because who knows when you need to go someplace to bike.
0: Right? I know, yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what's in my car. That's, um, it's I, a truck and really it's a bike.
0: Excellent. I love. It. What's on your bike right now?
1: Well On my bike right now, I just put a new headlight on it. Oh, nice. I know. I'm hoping. See, pre-COVID, I rode my bike to work every day that was above 20 degrees and the ground wasn't covered with ice, right? Biked all the time and I have biked to work now exactly once since I've returned post-COVID. It was good. Good.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well, thanks so much for doing this. It's really Absolutely. good to see you, and I—I I mean, you do look good. Thank you. You look like I'm glad I—I I would talk to you. I'm not saying I wouldn't <laughs> have talked to you if you were having a bad day, but I'm glad it's nice to see you on a good day.
1: Uh, yeah, yesterday it might have been a little bit different, but. All right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks a lot.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank-
0: so there you go. Nice conversation with behavioral health therapist and long COVID sufferer, Tamlin White. She works with people at our clinic in Hayward, and it was nice to talk to her. I hadn't seen her in a while. Make sure you check out a couple of her COVID haikus in the show notes. North Lakes Community Clinic is a federally qualified health center located in the top half of Wisconsin in the United States of America. We have 13 locations in 10 different counties and offer an integrated array of quality services for anyone that would like or needs them. I'm Jeremy Oswald, your host, and I work in the marketing department at North Lakes. You can reach us at 888-834-4551 and learn a lot more about us on our website at nlccwi.org. Thanks for listening.